Hello and welcome to a Waypoint Church podcast by Jim Privet. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Hi and welcome to another Sofa Sermon. Um, it's my sofa today. My name's Jim, one of the uh, leaders at Waypoint Church. I did consider doing this talk from my Poang chair over there uh, and calling it a Poang preach, but I thought I'd go with Sofa Sermon. Uh, it is Palm Sunday. We're not going to be doing a talk about Palm Sunday. I do apologise, but please keep connected for our Good Friday service and our Easter Sunday service next week as well. We have to find creative and engaging ways of doing that with you. If you've got your playlists from us, then please use them and worship along. It's so important to keep worshipping. Uh, you don't need to use our playlist. You can use whatever you like, as long as you're connected in with worship that as well. Um, so what I'm going to do, give you the um, passage I'd like you to read. You might want to then put on your playlist and listen to worship as you're reading the words. Uh, it's Matthew 14, verse 22 to 32. That's Matthew 14, verses 22 to 32. Um, read that either together on your own, wherever you're at, uh, and then um, we'll come back together and we'll unpack it. So the reason I chose this passage is because um, I don't want to focus on the miracle itself. I want to focus on the disciples and where they were at probably emotionally and mentally in this because I think for many of us we look at this passage we read this passage and we're thinking actually I can see myself in this situation right now I can see myself in this storm and it, are we ever going to reach the other side like what does that look like I've got an oar I don't even know which way to paddle right now okay and the boat's filling with water and like the wind and the waves are coming and people I know are struggling with anxiety right now and fear and people are struggling with their mental health people aren't able to sleep People I know are feeling isolated and lonely. Um, and like when our world, which seems to happen right now, kind of gets shrunk down into the home, right? Just our home. There's so many then weird kind of um, boundaries that are stepped over and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Like when you're having to work full time, but also teach your children at the same time, if you have children, um, perhaps, um, or if you're just like used to kind of relaxing only at home but now you've got to work at home what does that even look like um how do you do that productively as well there's so many strange different things we're trying to navigate and and get through at the moment um and also for me personally i love to like hang out with people go to the pub play football that kind of stuff and because that's been taken away as well it's like there's nothing filling my kind of bucket if you like in that respect um on top of which i think this links in with what mark said last week about those places of wells that bring living water if we're not able to go to church and worship at church or um, perhaps our small group doesn't feel quite the same, even though some small groups are doing amazing at meeting online, it's fantastic to see. Um, you can feel like like your faith feels like it's just drifting a little bit, a little bit like on the boat, right? Just drifting along and like getting bobbed around by the wind, that kind of stuff. But I believe this is a season of hope. Genuinely believe this instead, right? And we need to cling on to that hope that there is good things and there are God things happening right now. I want us to be people that are led by faith and not by feelings, that are led by faith and not by fear. It's not enough just to believe in God, right? We have to believe that he matters now more than ever, now more than ever. And I want us to recapture that faith and that trust and that hope in him. And I'm hoping that this, um, this passage will help us just kind of unpack some key things um, as we do that. So to be people of faith and not fear, Faith and not, not feelings, if you like. 
uh, the first thing I want to say is that the presence of a storm does not mean the absence of Jesus. The presence of a storm does not mean the absence of Jesus. I think for many of us, we're feeling like, where is Jesus in all this? Like, where is God? Spirit, where are you moving right now? Like, why are you not getting involved? Why are you not taking this away? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? And I think it's important to remember, and I hope this speaks to someone, uh, that actually God is the same yesterday, today, forever. His character has not changed, right? He is still sovereign. What I love about this passage, this particular bit, um, is that when Jesus sends his disciples out onto the lake and he goes off up a mountainside to pray, you, 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 you kind of think, oh, there's this distance straight away. Like, you know, they've gone over there and Jesus has gone up there and like there's, there's this distance, right? But many scholars, many biblical writers, um, commentators say that, um, that, that, that Jesus went up this mountainside and this mountain would have overlooked, would have overlooked the lake. Okay, so he would have been praying for hours and hours over the disciples, over his friends, right? But also he was seeing their struggle and he was seeing the wind and the waves battering them, right? I think so often we can think, Jesus, God, can you not, are you not seeing this? Like, can you not see what's going on? Can you not see how, can you not feel what I'm feeling right now? Can you not understand where I'm coming from with this right now? And I just want to say that he does. There's a really cool verse um, in Romans that I'd love just to read because I think it can speak to someone. And I hope it does. It's Romans 8, 35 to 39. And it says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword, as it is written. For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as a sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from his love, right? Nothing can separate us from God who is love. So he is present. He is in this situation. He's closer than you think. And that is so important to remember that the, the, the presence of a storm does not mean that God is absent. He is not absent. Um, and we have to hang on to those truths that we are not separated, that he is not distant. Because if we don't, then our feelings start to take the wheel, right? Take the rudder, whatever it is. And I've had one of those weeks where my feelings and my thoughts have become like a tunnel of chaos. Um, I've realised this week that I am not a good teacher. Um, you might be thinking that now. Um, I'm not a good teacher in respect of schoolwork and I'm a better dinner lady than I am that. Um, also, I'm a better caretaker than I am a teacher. Uh, also made the stupid decision this week to um, play an April Fool's joke on my son and tell him that, oh, you can go back to school now. Uh, the schools have been reopened. And he got really overly excited to the point that I said, you know, when you suddenly realise and you think, oh, no, this is going to go wrong. And it did go really, really wrong. And he, um, yeah, I deserved probably the, the, the small kick out that I got and then the lots of tears and I felt like an awful dad and I felt like, what's going on? And then it kind of just all got thrown into this pot of thinking and tunnel of chaos and I felt like, God, like, ah, what have I done? But also, God, like, where are you in this? And I don't feel like you're close to me right now. I don't feel like you're doing anything right now. I don't feel like you're working anything out in our home right now. What is it? What's going on? Um, and I think that's the problem. The last week or so, I've just been following my feelings, right? 
be blown around by the wind and gone with anxiety or um, this kind of darkness that's been set on my in my thoughts and stuff as well um, and it's not led me to good places right I believe that God wants us to be people of faith like I said and that means holding on to the truths of who he is right the disciples when they were overcome with fear what do they do they missed Jesus right Jesus came walking towards them on the water okay and what do they do they thought he was a ghost they did not see the way the truth and the life coming towards them they did not see Jesus who is truth come towards them they did not see that they were blinded by their fear they were blinded by the wind and the waves and so often if we allow our feelings and fear and all the stuff that we are feeling right now to to guide us and to to be focused on that stuff we will miss the truth that Jesus is closer that he still loves us he's still at work and actually he's moving towards us so um that's kind of my first thing that I want to say my second thing is and this came out of something pretty big this week you might think this is not a big thing what are you talking about but I got a phone call this week and uh, it was a significant moment for me in my walk with Jesus, especially at this time. And it was from Mark, Mark Madaban, the senior leader at our church. And um, he, like, he's an introvert, okay? So it probably took him a bit of effort to ring me. I don't know, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe he, yeah, fine. Uh, and it, I'm an extrovert, so I was like, yes, someone's gonna ring me, someone's ring me, that's fantastic. So um, I took the phone call and I told him about my week and I told him how like I was feeling and I told him about all my thoughts and the stupid decisions that I made and all this sort of stuff and you know that kind of thing and he he just sort of he just sort of said well what are you doing what are you doing to reconnect like what are you doing to get closer to Jesus at this time because he knows that when I get my guitar out in the evening and I worship or I get my and I get my bible out and like I just spend a bit if the kids are going to bed or Abby's at work or something and I spend a bit of time uh, doing that then he knows, because I've said this to him, that that's how I kind of recapture um, my faith and kind of get realigned, reorientated. And um, and so he just said it outright. I was like, oh yeah. Because apart from really doing that live worship stuff on a Facebook, on Facebook, and please catch us every Friday um, for live worship. Been loving the interaction, by the way, with that. It's fantastic. Um, other than doing that, really, I've not been doing anything for myself. And he just reminded me of that, that it's so important, even in the storm, this of what's going on right now, to find times where you can be still. Right? It seems a bit strange, but um, it's so true. Did you know something in that passage that when Jesus showed up, at the very beginning part of that, when he showed up and... He said, do not be afraid. The storm was still happening, right? The wind and the wave was still happening. And he spoke over the wind and, and the waves. He kind of was louder than the storm that was still happening. And I think what Mark enabled me to do was to go actually in this wind and rain, in this wind and wave, sorry, the storm, I would allow God to speak louder and speak over than over than um, the storm at the moment. And I did, and it was great. And um, the classic, it is well, the hymn, um, was really God was really ministering me, to me through that, which is fantastic. But for you, it's about allowing Jesus to speak over the wind and the waves right now. Because I think for many of us, we've got into rhythms of just like get on with it, survive. Life is on pause. Three months time will be fine. The sun will be out, and everything will be back to normal and stuff like that. And I don't think that's what the season that we're in right now. Um, I think Jesus is trying to teach us intimacy over escapism. Right. I think he tried to teach us intimacy over escapism 
you know, I've got distract and do lists, right? And my distract and do lists are things like pressure wash the patio, again, done it once already, pressure wash the driveway, again, or binge watch that series on Netflix. And I'm like, those are all good things to do, right? And you need to have routine and stuff like that. And that's great or, you know, and it's great. And my house has never been so clean in its life, I think, um, unless, well, until we moved in. Um, so I think those things are great, but actually that isn't the season that we're in. It's not about just getting stuff done, the stuff that we didn't, weren't able to do before, or just distract ourselves and, and do lots of stuff. I think Jesus is saying, this is about intimacy, not escapism. Draw closer to me in the storm. Actually, as the storm continues, I want to, I want to speak over it. I want to speak a word into your life. And I want you to draw closer to me. You know, the invitation to Peter was, what? Come, wasn't it? Come to me. And he invites you. Come, come to me. Be in my presence. As we're learning these new rhythms, what does that look like? Because you know, soon we'll be learning these rhythms and it'll be a habit that we just do not incorporate our faith into it or Jesus into it. And that is not going to be a good place. And we'll just begin to be guided by the wind or by the fears or by our anxiety, whatever it might be. And actually... We need to allow Jesus to speak in and over our situation. I've got a verse I'd love to share with you before I finish. Um, and it's taken from John 14, 26 to 28. And it says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Sorry, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. It's so important that we understand that this intimacy leads to new things with Jesus. It leads to him teaching us new things, new rhythms, new ways of seeing things. Actually, it also leads us into peace, right? The Holy Spirit given to us when we made a decision to follow Jesus, one of his biggest manifestations if you like one of the biggest ways that he he works is through his peace and for many of us right now we're saying jesus give me an answer you know take this storm away take that away sort this out get this out like give me some reassurance but actually he's saying i'm not going to give you an answer i am the answer i'm going to give you peace that i've already promised to you through the power of the spirit and it's so important that we in this season are not people that are led by fear you know i want us to be people that are led by the word and not by the wind that we're led by truth and not by our feelings that we're led by faith and not by our fear and i think if we can press into that if we can press into the truth that jesus is with us he walks with us he is closer than we think that he still loves us and there's no distance that's going to separate us from that there's nothing there's no storm that can separate us from that but also that he's saying just as he said to peter come to me Keep your eyes on me as well, so you don't keep sinking like Peter did afterwards, you know. And Jesus continues to reach out his hand and say, do you know what? Come to me. I'll be your peace. I will be the answer right now, even as the storm continues to rage. And actually, as we receive that peace, the storm will begin, I think. Maybe not practically for some of us, but the storm will internally begin to quiet. Um, and that's my prayer for you. I want to pray as we finish and then do whatever you do. Now, let's pray. Father God, thank you that you do love us. I'm sorry for the times that we lose sight of that. 
Your love is an anchor. It's a hope. It's a sure and steady hope that is deep down and stops us from from just being blown around in the wind. Lord, help us to hold on to the anchor of your hope, your truth, that you love us and that you you are continuing to be active. You are sovereign and you are the same yesterday, today, forever. Father, forgive us the times that we don't recognise that. But also, Jesus, just um, I pray that we will make bold decisions as we learn new rhythms and new routines to actually put you in central place to that stuff otherwise we will just drift around and be blown around by the wind we're going to be people that are of faith and not of fear just bless your people jesus i pray bring them peace i pray in your powerful name amen thank you for tuning in and watching i hope this has blessed you encouraged you in some way and uh see you soon